All right. Let's just restart. Let's just restart. All right. Or not. It is Tuesday, (laughs) May 26, 2021. Nate's going to try to hit the music before I can finish my intro. Everybody's here. Hit the music. Tuesday is the 25th. Fuck. It's the 26th. Fifth. I don't know how to read at that point. (laughs) Not without beer. You got to come back with something. The sauce is the boss. (laughs) Put some fucking headphones in. You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. It is the Tuesday catch-up on the 25th of May. Thank you, Harley. Joining us from around various locations, uh, I am your host, Chum. Going around the table, we've got Matt, we've got Jake, we've got Nate, we've got a cameraless Harley. Now, we do not have a Zach. Um, Zach has let us know that he is um, retiring from the the game, um, hanging up his jersey in the Tuesday catch-up rafters. Um, You know, there was rumors that... He let us know via a very touching letter. Apparently, there was a letter sent um, to the gang that Jake uh, tried to read. But again, I'd, e- even though you'll never hear the letter, I just want to let you know Harley and I had nothing to do with it. Um, so <laughs> one take, one take, Jake. and one take, I, Jake I most definitely delivered one, in in one and a yeah. half takes. Um, yes. So yeah, it's been an interesting week. Uh, so we're down to a, what is it? A five man crew now? What is this? Somewhere around? Yeah, yeah, uh, something like that. You know, and that's okay. Well, here we are. So you know, we we. we uh, this goes for him and Gillis and anybody else who's ever like actually hosted the Tuesday catch up. The door's always open. If you want to come back and say what's up, we never we never say definitely. no. You know, but uh, like a fucking uh, podcast gargoyle, here I sit every Tuesday, um, uh, like a ship in the night. So um, that's what's up in our world. Uh, how's everybody feeling tonight? Are we doing okay? He looks fired up. I'm super fired up. I was really hungover yesterday when we were supposed to record at 9 a.m. Um, uh, Pacific time. And then Chum texts us 15 minutes before saying, hey, guys, uh, I, I can't. My Sunday is totally booked up. And it like it was so whack. It made it sound like he was talking about next Sunday. It was super confusing. And I was like, yeah. what? And what uh, is- total heartbreaker. But I'm fired up today. Does Chum think he's me or something? I only have the power to do that. I was going to say, yeah. Jeez, that was my one. And look it, I'm still here. Let let me say this. Would not it be fun for one of you to try to host? I mean, Harley Harley might be the worst about this. If I ever go, I I can't do it Sunday. I just need, like, I might need the week. Harley goes, no, well, nope, we won't do it. It's got to be with you. And I go, why? What do I offer besides just uh, over-talking, like, for the entirety of the episode? Harley, would you like to weigh in here? I'm just saying... Tuesday ketchup is not the same without our venerable host. What does that yeah, word even think- mean? You said that in text too. What does venerable venerable mean? <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> distinguished host. No, oh. no. Thank you. I appreciate you that. Yeah, so- I feel like you bring that like professional comedic atmosphere that you know we don't have because typically, if you weren't here, the entire episode would just be about shit and food. Which it is half the time, but you keep us on track to keep us like yeah. on the regular stuff, the real stuff. Fair, fine, I'll take right. it. Um, yeah, pizza burgers. Yeah, yeah well, we talk about pizza burgers literally for literally for an hour. We would talk about pizza burgers. So yeah, that's true. I feel like the last I'm, forty minutes would be you guys just crying, laughing at something. Like you're like yeah, one yeah. accent gone awry or something, or are we whatever? <laughs> how you say that word? You fucking get we, it, you know? Right. We'd, we'd be canceled pretty quick. And let's be honest, I'm just not funny without you, Chum. 
All right. Enough sucking me off, guys. I get it. I'm fucking (laughs) fine. I won't miss an episode. I get it. Um, So I did want to start this um, episode with a topic that has blown my... It blows my mind how little attention it's getting, and I just really need us to weigh in the Tuesday catch-up perspective because you know what everyone needs is our perspective on this. Aliens are very fucking real. Like, confirmed absolutely unequivocally like so real they're here they uh had their ships are better than ours i mean and we're just glancing it over for uh uh arguments about you know fucking Lori lightfoot uh it's just it's a lot so uh, aliens are real can we start there this is a big deal and no one's giving it any attention here's the thing i did listen to a podcast recently about this just the the issue becomes they, the government has acknowledged UFOs, which mean or you, I think they're called UPAs UAPs now. now. UAPs, UAPs, yes. Which means, Nate, what does that mean? Unidentified. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yes. So, and then, so I listened to this podcast that kind of dug a little bit deeper into that. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's aliens. It just means that they don't know who is it. Like, no country has taken uh, accountability for it, so it technically could be like an un- like an unarmed drone from China that they've been developing for like thirty years. That we their because te- right. their technology is them and Russia are, va- are so much farther but ahead than we are. It so. went subsonic, which so let let's this oh. is what I've been hearing is that it traveled pat like you know how. Uh, um, if a jet's going to break that, they break the sound barrier. Like, that crazy sound. Like, it's it's a full-on thing to break the sound barrier. These ships yep, are moving, yep. like, three times as fast without making a sound. They're not breaking the sound barrier. There's nothing that follows them. Oh. And they said, they measured it, it dropped, like, 80,000 feet in three inches. Like, these things are literally, like, just absolutely bolting around. And so my thought is, there's no way that's just a rock, because rocks don't fucking stay in the sky. And there's no way that technology exists on Earth with, uh, with another country and able to keep it secret. Twitter is too real. Like you'll always find out about this shit. I mean, but I'm just saying. So this is aliens, dude. I'm 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 watching uh, this really uh, trustworthy documentary right now, and they're talking about how the way that these spaceships move that's in the fourth dimension. So we in our third dimensional world, we can't even comprehend the way that it's moving because it's in a completely different dimension, visible in the third dimension, but they're traveling in a totally different realm that we can't even comprehend so when it like stops and moves and like goes to yeah. all, like 300 miles away that's something that our brains can't even comprehend um and the documentary that i'm watching is the x-files so uh, <laughs> <laughs> a reputable source but you know regardless like they're finally like fine let's just show the people what's up and everybody was so worried like what's gonna it's gonna be fucking pandemonium when they show these people that aliens are real and everybody just didn't care they're like the mcrib is back spring is here we don't i mean fucking we don't care about aliens we're fine and to hey, me dude what what Go ahead, one of yeah one of you two had some oh. oh i said shamrock shakes Everything's fine. Pretty much. But, but, like, Jake, go ahead. Before I ran I was going to say, if, do you think this is a problem? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, at 1,000%. I will. Okay, here's, well, here's, here's where I sit on it. If they're not, they haven't attacked us yet. We don't have any reason to worry. However, people need to start coming to terms with the fact that we ain't shit. And we, we haven't yet as people. We're like, we'll just we'll handle it. It's like, no, if they decide to just drive their fucking speed of sound ship into the ground, like they'd kill a lot of people. And so, you know, and no one's accepting it. And I think it's important that people, the Tuesday Ketchup offers this. Listen, you're all going to die anyway, but accept the fact that you ain't shit. Because, I mean, this you gotta, we, we should at least be like, 
it should be common knowledge that aliens are real. There should be no more argument about this. Like, the world is flat shit. Like, we just got to move past it and understand the aliens are very fucking real. And I'm going to get off my yeah, soapbox but- now, but, I mean, I'm a little scared. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be? Uh- Dude, yeah, but there's Every, no reason to be scared. We got Will Smith, and then we got Tom Cruise. They're going to defend us against the aliens. We've seen that countless times over in the movies. Those so, two what's fucking, there to be scared about? those two numbskulls. I can't wait till like aliens actually attack, and a bunch of fucking t- TikToks think that those are yeah. the guys that are going to save us, and they fucking yeah. pony those two up to the aliens, and they get disintegrated on live TV, and we're all like, oh yeah. no, it got very fucking real, and then we have to deal with it. So you know. I don't know. I just, listen, this is what happens is when aliens start attacking or like aliens are around, I go like this. I work a job I don't particularly love for 40 hours a week and I'm going to get killed by an alien like on my retirement day or something. Like it's not fair. So, you know, my my call to action for the people is quit your jobs. Just do whatever you want to do because the aliens are fucking here. And if they decide, (laughs) if they decide the party's over tomorrow, it doesn't matter how many marketing skills you have, you're dying. And so live it up. You go have a good time. So that's, I'm off my soapbox, but I mean, let's prepare here, fellas. Maybe a Tuesday catch a bunker with Craig. I don't know. I'm, I'm not welcome. Oh, I'm not worried. I mean, we've I've seen enough alien movies to know that we're going to have one hard-headed general that's going to say, we just got to nuke them, and then we nuke them, and they're gone. Yeah, our hard-headed I mean, general is Bill Gates. He wanted to shoot dust at the sun. The guy's a fucking moron. What are we, I mean, we going to do if our brightest mind wants to uh, commercialize space travel? <laughs> Yeah, Elon Musk will just throw Teslas at him. The nuke, the nuke never works. They do this every every one, and they and then the dust settles like the clouds, and it's still like standing Fully, strong. Yeah, it, oh, it's it just never works. The classic American response is throw as many jets at it as possible, and then all the jets break down. And they go, "Oh my god!" That's the good thing. Quick camera cut to, "Oh my god!" My god! We think the aliens are gonna go toe to toe with us when they're not that stupid. What they'd really do is just suck all the oxygen out of the atmosphere. All the humans oh, die. Whoa. Are you, like space balls. Harley, is that space balls? I was like, is that the plot to space balls when they open they vacuum clean all the oxygen out of the Put air? Put it back to blow mode. It's on suck. Harley, you gotta turn your camera off and go just audio. I'm I'm you're you're falling behind us just a tad bit. Um <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Listen, it just it's a lot. And it's been on my brain okay, every night before bed. Okay. I, I not enough people. Dude, Not enough people. Dude, there's nothing you can do. Listen, that's that. That's I'm kind of like on Nate's like train with that. Like, if they decide, there's nothing you can do. You just have to like, it's done. Yes, but like, it's over. But there's two things here. One, yes, you can live in comfort with that. Like, ah, oh, whatever it is. Like, it is what it is. Don't care. Or B, why do I keep doing the bullshit then if I'm just gonna die by alien? Like, is there not that school thought yeah. where it's like this is no fun? Why don't I go enjoy my last ten years before all the water dries up and the that you know praising Zulu at night? Like, I mean, there's there's something to it. Can I also just chime in though and just say that they've been saying the exact same stuff that we're hearing nowadays for a hundred years? They've been saying it. And as far as aliens go, they've been saying it for thousands of years. So it's like, listen, I, I, I think that I really don't think there's anything to talk about, like with like this or is, anything to worry about. I mean, this is the only like, reason why our family has a cabin is because in the seventies, my grandma got scared because she was listening to like this radio station saying, "Oh, we're not going to have any any right. foliage, no greenery in the whole world by 1995." Right. My my grandma's like, "Oh, we got to get some land up in the north woods of Wisconsin." And when everything's a gold metallic city, we got to have our own little slice of nature, Oasis. which I'm glad she did it. I love it. 
but guess what? There's a ton of greeneries. <laughs> and guess right? what? We chopped down all the trees for firewood and we put a deck up for, for our pontoons. So there's and no greenery. <laughs> we put up, we paved paradise. Um, all right. That's fine. That's, I just wanted to, I, I'm glad that no one here is with me. I feel like me and my dad are going to come full circle. We'll start talking again and I'll just have a sign that's next to him. That was, he was right. <laughs> so like they are coming and I'm just going to be right next to him. He was right all along. It'll be a real good father son moment. When the, when the final why, uh, wave why would they come in and exterminate us all? I mean, I feel like all the movies do it. Have you watched the, the news? Like, I, I, dude, if I was an alien and I had like supreme power and I spent one day in America, I'd go. I think we could start again here. Maybe I kind like I get it. I'd get like there's something. Yeah. We could do better. More likely, we'd be turned into slaves and be forced right. to harvest all of the Earth's materials until we die. Let's, let's switch the subject and talk about funny stuff. This but is are like, we not? Oh, shut up, Jake. It. We already are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just don't work for aliens. The aliens are Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. Oh my God, I'm kidding, Jake. Why do you, I, I sometimes do it just to watch Harley's reaction because I, I know what trips his trigger, and that was right up his alley. <laughs> we already have our alien overlords. They're, they're turning the frogs gay. All right, let's wind or shine. <laughs> Nate, can you hit the music? It is time to wind. Uh, it's a segment where we whine about something that pisses us off this week. We shine on something that uh, made us happy. Matt, you're going first tonight. Hell yes, I've been waiting for this. Your boy went on a three-day bender this week, and I am shining about it. I drank Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night heavily, and then died on Saturday. Uh, man, it hurt, but I got to say, it was all for the boys. My good friend Nate Sharpless got married this weekend on a Friday, which yay to Friday weddings because then you have the entire weekend to recover. So that was a shine. And two, they pulled off a secret wedding. They told everyone it was an engagement party and then secretly brought them to a sec separate location and then got married and then we danced our asses off for the rest of the night so my body's hurting my mind is still not fully recovered from the three-day bender because my body doesn't react the way it does uh when i was 21 and uh hot damn boys i uh still got it the big wiggler the big wiggler <laughs> was still one of my favorite nicknames of all time can i ask how you found out they were getting married like so they like bring you on uh, vans bus whatever they're like hey we're gonna surprise for you guys and then bam there's a wedding set up how did this all like how did this happen so so i was a part of the wedding party so i knew this for like i've known for a while because we had um like a rehearsal dinner the night before and whatever but i mean there was like maybe 40 people that knew out of the 130 and they Brought people to a hotel, like said to dress like, you know, not like super classy, but whatever. And then um, as soon as people were at the hotel, they got shipped on a bus um, on a shuttle to another location where everything was set up. And there was like a big sign that said, like, welcome to Nate and, Je Nate and Jenny's wedding, um, which a lot of people were suspicious anyways. Um, but they had no idea. So then everyone was like ready to turn up at that point because they're like, hot damn. Yeah, a well orchestrated surprise got the best of it. Oh yeah, it was it was phenomenal. I love it. Um, any other winer shines on your end? Oof. Not drinking again. Uh, <laughs> I said I wasn't going to drink again, and then I drank today a handful of beers. Uh, so whatever, <laughs> <laughs> a handful of beers. <laughs> that's a, that's a wine. <laughs> 
can you believe the diet starts on Monday again, dude? Dude, I oh, you want to hear something funny? So go wake up early this morning because I was feeling like a piece of shit. And so I go for a two mile walk with the dog, go into work nice and early, like start getting my stuff done. And then um, the guys who've like the, the guys at the brewery, we haven't all hung out in a very long time together, the sales guys and I. So we, we go down to Bare Bones for like a collaboration brew day, eat chili dogs and drink a beer about it. Then go back to my parents' house and then drink three uh, Coors Lights and smoke a cigar. And I go, well, there goes the day. And then I have barbecue for my dad's birthday tonight. So I like, tomorrow's a new day. Oh, my God. What a day. That sounds amazing. Christ. They're making me Dude, it was a really good day. And, and I got like a lot of work done, too. So it was like, I, if this is how adults do it, I think. Yeah, except for the, yeah, that's a, it's a slight a t- alcoholism. I was gonna say yeah, it's kind of your total line. To it's, it's dangerous, yeah. If, if you're looking for the happy hour guy every time, um, Jake, you're up. Wine or shine? Oh, what up? Uh, so I got like one quick shine. Uh, getting a, like a haircut, uh, especially with, like the world opening up now, is one of the best feelings ever, right? Like you get the like the really really good haircut, and I know it kind of sounds lame or whatever, but like if you get a good ass haircut. For the first time in a long time, right? Because I haven't had like a good haircut in like a long time. Because uh, I haven't really gone out and done anything. But I went to the my lady and uh, got it cut nice and new and, and shiny. And it's looking good. Got oh. a little fade going on. I saw fade. Matt got one too. Matt got one too. Right, Matt? Oh. Yeah. And the beard. And the beard. Uh, so that's like just a little shine that I got. And then uh, a couple little wines. <clears throat> I hate the anxiety the unneeded anxiety that comes with going to the car wash, right? Does anybody else get this? Oh, yeah. oh, as soon yeah. as I said it, jump. Preach, baby, up. preach. Dude, <laughs> got the kid, he's like 18 and a half years old, doesn't give a flying fuck, but I'm like, dude, I care about my rims. So like, <laughs> like let's make sure we get it on check. And they're, you know, they're, uh, this way, that way, or and it like, and then it's like, when do I put it in neutral? Oh, I, I lost his hand behind my B pillar. Like where, like, where, like, where am I going? And it's like, dude, I fucking hate the unneeded anxiety that comes with going to the car wash. So that was just something that I thought about when I was getting uh, the car wash uh, earlier this week. Uh, and then just a tiny little, uh, I guess it's a shiner. I don't really know. It's just like knowledge for the people. Remember a couple weeks ago? It's quick food. Remember a couple weeks ago when I was shining the Burger King chick- chicken sandwich? Yep. Mm-hmm. I just found out that Burger King and Popeyes are owned by the same company, parent company. So oh. it's basically, it, saying it's like the exact same sandwich as Popeyes, but it's like the Burger King service of that. Oh. So it's like a little bit shittier. So, but yeah, that was just a little interesting uh, thing that I had. But also so. cheaper. Cool. I like it. Harley, you're up. Why yeah. to shine? I've got um, two shines. Number one is to people that are great letter writers like Zach. Um <laughs> about a really nice really nice thoughtful letter I, I just think it's a nice gesture in the in those times of transition so shine to Zach and, and all the great letter writers out there love it my other shine is for people or just organizations who know when to call it quits um, I, I'm hearing some stories and, and this is we have two weeks left of school we have this week and next week other schools are just calling it early. They're like, we've had enough of these kids. Get them out of here. <laughs> no, <laughs> This has been the it's worst fucking year early, ever. Right? Go home. It has. That's hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah, I have so much respect for that. And, and just in general. Like, if something is just like, you're just going to toil through it and no one's getting any benefit out of it, why would you not just call it? Dude, 
I am all for that. We should call. We should call work for the summer. Wouldn't that be cool if your corporations were like, "Hey, we're sorry about the last yeah. year. We know the world's opened up. Just go fucking get it for three months, and then after that, we'll yeah. bring you back. Your job secure. Yeah, everybody go. Every the only people who are working are you know the stuff that needs to stay home, but no one needs fucking you know. Uh, uh, we need a lot of stuff, but you know what I'm saying. We could you, figure out how to make it work. Do you think we could figure out a system where people work like? They're currently full time. They take like a five thousand dollars salary, like cut or ten thousand, and they go two weeks on, one week off, for like the entire like, but five day week, you know, like you still get weekends, and then they have part time people come in for the one week. You could do you could do like you could that. do full time on that schedule. You could have two weeks on, two weeks off. And the other person takes that that schedule, so you always have con- uh, continuity with it. Like, dude, there's no reason. Yeah. That's why my favorite thing about Europe people is they like they come that holiday break or whatever. They go, hey, see you in September. Bye, bye. Yeah. <laughs> they go, sorry, not checking it. And they go, what about? And they go, dope. See ya. Going to the cabin. Can't do it. Whereas here, it's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I will work till I die for my ten PTO days. Like it is unbelievable <laughs> that we can't find a way to muster up a fucking Thursday to Sunday weekend. I mean, I spend half my weekend worrying about the next week. So it's just, I'm with you with on that, Matt. So if you want to start a corporation even, that does it, even a half day on a Friday during the summer times would be like a huge step up in life quality. It's nuts because then by 5 p.m. all your shit's done. You go, well, now it's time to have a good time. But instead, mm-hmm. you get off on Friday. You're like, I don't want to touch anything. So then you just you like go out, do whatever. Saturday, you're like, I want to enjoy working out. I go, oh, we're going to do something. The weather's nice. Whole day, go out then. Then Sunday, you spend the first half getting cleaned, uh, grocery shopping, getting your whole life together. And then what? You have three hours left to uh, an- anxiously toil about the responsibilities you should have done You know, on Friday. It's not not a conducive environment for the people. Hey Chum, I got a solution for you, bud. Quit your job? Yeah, no, let's just all we can all just move to Spain and none of us has to like that's I hey, think that's what they do there. They just like they drink during the day and then they just don't work for three months during the summer. <laughs> Sounds pretty dumb to me. So Yeah. I used to think that was bullshit and then No, it's I literally true. yeah, I've literally had a friend who's like, Yeah, yeah, no, we try to buy equipment from these people at my company and he's like, and they just yeah. you do you, if we don't get it done by April thirtieth, he goes, We just don't do it this year because they they leave and they go on vacation. Yeah. I mean shit. And I would just yeah. Drink during the day. Yeah. Like three like literally like like twelve to three, they're just like, oh, I'm done. For a while, and then I might come back after, but probably Maybe. not. Maybe be because they know that <laughs> they, dude. Well, you can't do shit in eight hours. Who actually gets shit done besides like teachers and yeah. service workers in eight hours? Truthfully, there's no one else who actually does shit the full eight hours. You spend at least seventy minutes on TikTok, Instagram, on the shitter, all that stuff. It's wasted time. It's done. Yeah, I got. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do? I'm moving to Spain. I'm moving to España, and I'm gonna make paella by the beach. That's what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. El, the rest of my days. El, el ketchup or de la or paella. De la martes. De la, de la martes. That's what. Yeah, we had the, the Spanish ketchup. The new uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. yeah. Football, <laughs> the soccer, baby. Yeah. So there were. There we are. Harley, that's a great shine. You sparked something in the people. Yeah. He just thumbs up. He goes, this internet's garbage. He looks grumpy. Sometimes Harley looks grumpy the whole podcast recording. He doesn't say anything. He just stares into the phone. And I don't know whether he hates his life. But then I go, hey, you know, like, we'll do it here. And he goes, no, 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 we can't do it without you. And I'm like, well, you don't seem happy to see me anyway. So, um, Nate, wine or shine? I'm going to do a shine. And um, this is going to be one that I think is going to um, that is going to shock people. Um I'm going to shine on the phrase behind every great man is a great woman. And uh, I just want to say that uh, 
Chum, Matt, yeah. and Harley. You guys all have great women, uh, and you're like you got. He's got your lives together during our 18 month break. Uh, Jake and I do not have women, and he's got a fade, and I only sweat out of my right armpit. So yeah. like, it's crazy. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, but that. That's it. Just short and sweet. You guys uh, have ladies and uh, you're, you guys uh, have a little bit of structure to your life. And that's something that uh, I do not have. And Jake as well. I don't do give a want? shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want it? Raise your hand if you've been grounded in the last 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you keep sweating out of those armpits, my friend. <laughs> now raise your hand if you drink a bunch of beers at 8 a.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, wait, <laughs> Matt, raise his hand again. <laughs> Matt goes, you think Matt got grounded? Every day. Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, that's a great shine on it. And it also is true. I feel like you it yeah, true. Yeah, when you know, yeah, because you're like, I can't fuck this up, so you just gotta, you just go hard on being a good human. Um, yeah. Any other wine or shines from you, Nate? No. All right. Is that it? Is this something where we, we, we gotta find love for Nate and Jake on the Tuesday catch-up? I would I think love we that. found it already. Send in I, your application. No, we should. No, 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 no. That's the Instagram story this week. Is a headshot of Jake oh. in his new fade and uh, Nate's right yes. sweaty armpit. It says, "If you if you're interested in a rapid uh uh, uh rapid oh. dating, what is it? Speed dating? Email yeah, us at the Tuesday Catchup at gmail and we will have you on the podcast. We'll send you a link to the the chat. You can come on, join for one minute, and we'll do a quick no. online. Shut up, Jake. You're gonna fucking do it because yeah. content, baby. You don't. No one shies away from content. You guys have to create Tinder profile. You me? No one says no content. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I couldn't make it. I was napping. Yeah, I mean that was the content bomb of the century. We were gonna have a burger off, and you blew it off. All right. For a anyways, nap. so uh, yeah. my 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 shine, my shine, my shine um, is uh, my shine is uh, iced iced coffee. And I don't mean just the drink. I mean the immediately after having an afternoon iced coffee, the amount of the, the, the euphoria energy you feel. I called Harley. He answered, and I just screamed into the phone for like three straight seconds. Like, that's how good I felt after having, having that coffee. <laughs> what did you say, Harley? I said it was longer than that. Yeah, I, was, I, just, I just literally I, I, I literally called him. He picked up, and I, either, I screamed for the first few seconds, and then I just started ranting about something completely different. I was like, this is a great time. Um, and I would also shine. The, the, another way to get to there is a few flights of good beer, and all of a sudden you would like get up, and you're like, oh, I could talk about anything and everything as loud as possible. And I had that yesterday. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll because we, uh, we had some friends in town um, that we hadn't seen in a while, and that was very nice. Um, my wines, uh, water balloon. The kids, so kids these days do not have it as hard as we did. Do you remember when you want to have a water balloon fight, mm-hmm. having to sit under the fucking sink and stretch that shit out, and then try to like pull Hallelujah. the operation of pull, like tying the knots? And then some asshole was like, "Well, why don't we make it so you can fill thirty-seven balloons at once, and then they all just fall off the vine?" Has anyone seen these with the hose and they just drop mm-hmm. off? Yeah, these kids don't know what it's mm-hmm. like to grind for uh, forty-five minutes to have it gone in three minutes. These kids don't have an appreciation. Mm-hmm. So that's my first yeah, whine about. It. it's dumb beef. yeah it ruins the it ruins the grind you always had that asshole who knew how to hick, hook it up to the kitchen sink and tie it off like right from the faucet while you're trying to like pour it in from the hose from like a couple inches away 100 yeah. percent. yeah people who are good Dude. at that well they they also and, uh, go ahead oh no i was gonna say 
and they're probably like biodegradable like in in 24 hours or whatever so they don't have to go and pick up all the plastic out of the yard or whatever 100 yeah. percent. so some i mean literally people made water balloon fights way too fucking easy it used to make the bullets matter that was the thing. You had a bucket and you go, I have 32 of these and it took me just as many minutes to make them and I'm going to throw them accurately. Whereas you get little kids the thing of water balloons now and they just throw them willy-nilly. No appreciation for the craft. Now my whine on that part too is that when you would fill them out of the sink, you'd get them fat and plump so that if they hit something, they'd actually break. Like it was rare that you got a welt from a, a hand-filled water balloon because you would always have enough water to, to break on contact. These ones made by this big filler are unbelievably tough i mean i saw i i I, like i just smacked a guy in the back this week uh this weekend with a water balloon and it just didn't break and i was i threw pretty hard like hoping it would break so it ruined water balloon fights i'm just throwing baseballs at each other like there's no it's not fun anymore fuck i uh, I, some of the cap that off that's that was a lot (laughs) thank you for your thank you for your passion that was well I'm There's juiced. something about filling a regular balloon with water and throwing it on somebody too, and it not breaking. Uh, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, there was a moment in a video of me breaking one over a little kid's head. Lucy posted on Instagram. You see them all running around like crazy, and I just walk up behind the this little kid that just I break water over his head with the with the water balloon. That's what you got to do, dude. That's the adult way. Like water balloon Rambo. That's that's me, baby. That's me. Um. Yes. Similar that is like cell phones ruining the throw in the pool move. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I yes. And then it became and then it became the boy who cried wolf or the grandma that cried wolf. You'd be like, I'm gonna throw you in. They're like, my phone. And then like that's a whole other layer of like uh, WWE wrestling to wrestle someone's phone out of their hands and then throw them <laughs> in the water. Oh, shut up like and then everybody wears fake lashes too now or like everybody's got some sort of thing that can't get wet like i'm allergic to water you go well you're going in because you have to like it's this is the fun right. of being a male around a pool is pushing people in especially if you're a big yeah. guy you go, i'm gonna push all the oh, little yeah. people in and then these people ruin it because they they go they go no my phone no i'm i would do it yeah. i would i don't are working Every day trying to create waterproof phones. Tim yeah. Cook, Tim yeah. Cook needs to get in the lab and start figuring yeah. out how we can like I mean a slow like a real quick uh water or phone proof well you get it. One of the best moments like, I didn't even have to worry about that just because I have friends that are a little slower, you know? And um we were in the <laughs> pool and I think you guys might have been there and Hyder climbs into the pool with all of his like his shorts on and stuff. <laughs> After about five minutes, goes, oh crap, my wallet, <laughs> and he pulls his wallet out of his pants, sopping wet because he's been waist deep in the water, standing for five minutes, and about three minutes after, he goes, oh my phone, <laughs> it was in the other pocket, and I was like, you idiot. It was one of the best things in the world. Didn't even have to push him in. Didn't even matter, dude. Some people are built different. Yeah, Jesus Some Christ. Are built different. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that story. I, I even like wearing a swimsuit. I'll do like the pat down twice, make sure I don't have them. I, yeah. I, it's kind of ruined even jumping in the pool for me. I remember I like will jump off a boat oh, yeah. or a dock and I get in, and the yeah. first thing I do is, is pat my legs in the water. I go, fuck, fuck, oh. fuck, 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 fuck. Even though I like, I padlock and keyed my phone into a dry, like a dry place. It doesn't matter. I will always freak out. Yeah. Even before I jump in, I like pat like twice and then like about to jump in, I pat one more time and I mm-hmm. jump in and check one last time while I'm in the water. Like, oh shit, did I miss it? Like it's, yeah. I would totally tra- traumatize. The Fredericksons were always very bad about this. Every, I went swimming. Everyone has this. Oh. 
everyone has the same that everyone has the same fantasy that you're you're jumping and in midair you realize you do have your phone and you're th- grabbing it out of your pocket and throwing it to safety. I, I always have that vision before, like jumping into a body of water. But that, in truth, that would never work. You know, fucking fail. Yeah, hundred times out of a hundred. You jump me off a pontoon. You turn around. And go, no, my phone. It just smacks off the side of the boat and into the water. <laughs> <It's> just <laughs> fuck. Then it goes to the bottom of the lake. Yeah, right. Yeah, where you can't even get it out of your pocket. Oh. That's actually a nightmare of my dude. That's a nightmare. Could you imagine? Oof. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Uh, yeah. Well, part of that, like Lucy's engagement ring, we're gonna be like up north and whatnot this summer here and there. I'm like, we're gonna probably just put that away. I go, that's your. Oh, you oh. have a you have a car on your finger. We're not going into dark water, murky yeah. water. With <laughs> it's good. I need you, to be able to dive to the bottom. Four hundred dollars on it. Yeah, dude. It's a bought Harley Saturn. <laughs> two thousand two Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> man, you're damn right. Two thousand two, but it was a 1997 at four hundred. That's Harley, and I know because Harley <laughs> Harley's first three cars totaled seventeen hundred dollars. And I mean, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Until they die. Now you got a bus, a van, and a Saturn. Yeah, now Harley's got a redneck parking lot. It's like. <laughs> Harley's I internet's so fucking bad. Harley's internet is just. It is. Un- it's Skylink. It's, it's tough. But if. You know those I ones like- you make fun of where it's like a school bus and like uh, upside down wheelbarrow and like a dead body and all, like you like drive past you're like Jesus what goes on there that's Harley's little lot now it's just like a, a catering van a broken down Saturn a school bus a, a, a dog that you're not sure who yeah, it's it always three legged dog yeah yeah <laughs> you're not you're not wrong that one got Harley for the listeners at home Harley's <laughs> laughing <laughs> here let's all be Harley fuck me, I bust me. Um. Anyways, uh. Okay. Uh. Money, 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 money. Money. Gentlemen, what's the worst part about Hawaiian shirts in the summer? Oh, dude, you don't have enough. enough. Not yeah, having enough. I was gonna say. <laughs> yes, but a second part of this is oh, oh, that. Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! Uh, if you have a belly, then the wind blows and blows the flaps up, and then your belly hangs out. Part that of that, it? yes. Yeah. So here's okay. what I've identified. Um, generally, the material for a Hawaiian shirt is not meant for summer. It is a slight cousin to denim, unless you get the silk kind, truthfully. Like, think about the Hawaiian shirts you have. They're very rigid. They're not. Every Hawaiian shirt I've had since the one I, I think I stole from your dad, Stubings, is like very almost denimish and i'm like that's not like comfortable for heat shirt. dude when it's 89 degrees outside like i need silk i need breathable uh uh hawaiian well, shirt materials the, the, the silky ones are the worst to have in the summer you got to have the light breathable almost like um like a linen or something like that like really breathable like you know the, I mean, yeah. the silk ones they stick to you they're like you gotta you gotta be going Tommy straight Bahama. Tommy Bahama. Like, yeah Tommy boom mm-hmm like Bang. the same material that Miami people wear for white pants. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. But right now I feel like I feel like the problem with Hawaiian shirts is that there's too many on either side of the spectrum. And also to yeah, Jake's nice. point, to Jake's point, yes, that looks like great. But th- to Jake's point, they also are never they're never proportionally length. Like their height is not right. So what I'm proposing is a men's yeah. Hawaiian shirt company. You see all these t-shirt companies making big the big and tall t-shirts, whatever. I want B&T Hawaiian shirts. It is um, exclusive for big and tall people, big big boys, 
burly boy Hawaiian shirts. They're meant for breathable uh, uh, material. They have a, a length that goes about halfway down your shorts. So you can still wear the short shorts in the summer, show off the quads, but you enjoy the length of a good uh, of what you would imagine a Hawaiian shirt does. Because there's nothing more comfortable than not being shirt. Like if you don't want to be shirtless in the summer, the second best thing is an open Hawaiian shirt or a Hawaii or just a Hawaiian shirt in general. It's a protection, yeah. right? I'm not gonna wear a cutoff if I haven't lifted because I need to look like a you look like a like a middle aged dad at a parade. So you need you need the Hawaiian shirt, and so that's what I'm offering. B and T Hawaiians. I'm like legit, like all the way in on this. Me too. This, you know, like yeah. I'm like dead serious, and we might have to cut this only because I don't want anybody stealing it. Because like you know, like when like you're sitting around with those, and you're like throwing ideas around with your buddies or whatever, and they're like, yeah, maybe like what? This is the one. Like this is the one. This is the movement watches. This is the like uh, bird dogs. This is the it's, all it's, bird it's shoes. It's too obvious. Like, That's the thing. It's so fucking obvious. You go like, oh, why? Well, someone already well, dude, done that. And then you go, no, they haven't. You go to Target. They're meant for little kids. It, it is no Hawaiian terrible. shirts for big men. And there, there's nobody is, Hawaiian shirts are better on than Hawaiian. big men. Big and tall dudes in Hawaiian shirts is the right vibe. It's a vibe. You can't. I mean, really. It's a vibe. It's like the tiny shades. And here's what I would like to say. I used to wear a Hawaiian shirt in college all the time because here's my thing. If you're at a basement party and there's a bunch of D-bags wearing, you know, like basketball jerseys, no shirts on, whatever, backwards. Ralph Loren polos. If you're walking up to somebody to like, yo, I want to have a beer with this guy, it's the Hawaiian shirt guy. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Dude, mm-hmm. this is this is the Dr. Squatch of, of Hawaiian shirts. Like, this Love is it. it. I think we actually do some R&D and we, we develop I mean, them and sell them. Like yeah. if we can, you can pitch it like that too. Like this is the best material that you'll ever feel on your body as far as white yeah. shirts go. Because that's what you have to do. You have to make it like different. me undies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, like oh, this, this moto yeah. fabric is the best thing for to have on your nuts right. in all time. It's quad stretching, so they no matter how big your titties are, they'll never flop out. That kind of thing, you know. So, fellas, with that in mind, investor, customer, or both? Like actually both. in. Like this is insane. I fucking knew I had a winner. Uh, I'll I, sit on the porch. I think if, as long as we can make the sleeves like a quarter inch tighter so it makes you yeah. feel like you've got bigger biceps yeah. than you actually have. <laughs> uh, yeah. So if you like have it holding a beer and it, it'll like cinch onto your arm right. nicely. And it'll like, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do one of those up. things, like the little like Dude, curve. Yeah. You could literally do like a fucking uh, the fucking box subscription in the summer. We'll send you a couple Hawaiian shirts uh-huh. every month of the summer. You pay us a hundred for the summer, summer or two hundred for the summer, and and you get a fresh Hawaiian bi-weekly dude people would be jumping all over that you can imagine being the dude who always had a fly ass like unique Hawaiian you know you don't have to go yeah. to Bethesda and dig through the rack yeah Tom, huh. can we put a marking section on the armpits that is one knock I have on tight armed Hawaiian shirts breathable sweat. Oh. breathable no, armpits Breathable, like the like the different material on the armpits. Got to be like Duluth uh-huh. Trading Company. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you know, you know how Duluth Trading Company they have an extra little strip in the crotch so you can yeah. you can do that in your armpit. One extra little strip to give you the flex. Sure. I'm not kidding, Chum. We might actually have to cut this. Like I'm dead serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone's gonna steal right. this shit, bro. Wait, all right, phase two. I got phase two. They're a little bit more dressy. For wedding season in the summertime. Untuck it. 
Well, untuck it. Yeah, tuckable Hawaiians. I've worn Hawaiian shirts to weddings, and I've worn them to casual or like upper scale events where you do a suit jacket that's you know nice. Yeah. A uh, nice pair of pants and a you know a nice set of like summer yes. loafers and loafers, with a Hawaiian yeah. shirt tucked in. And a everybody loves it because guess what? You're the guy with the balls to wear a Hawaiian shirt to yes. a nice event. Everybody wants to drink with a wine shirt guy, and yep. you look fantastic. The ladies love it. The dudes swaggy. love it. Everybody loves it. It's swaggy. It's amazing. It's swaggy, dude. Because it's this like is it, the idea. It is. I'm like, we might have to cut it, dude. I'm like, it, it's like, almost party like, tees? yeah, party just, tees. Yeah, instead party of tees? instead party of cut tees. it, just keep out anything that would give people an idea. Yes. <laughs> yeah, keep it out. <laughs> dude, party. Every Hawaiian good. shirt reference. Yes. So. Yeah, okay. Think of our TikTok feed. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to hit up some of my old Chinese suppliers tonight. It's ridiculous because I was sitting I was sitting on the porch before the podcast. I go, we, I was like, Lucy, what do we talk about on the podcast? And I just have this note card, and so I was just drawing and writing on it. And then I had money, 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 and I was like, I'll think of something before the podcast. And then I, uh, I walked past my Hawaiian shirt, and I was like, what annoyed me this week? And I was like, I was way too sweaty in my Hawaiian on Saturday. It was not a vibe anymore. Like, I was just gross. Lo and behold. Well. Hey. You know, and that's one of the things, like you pointed out, this is that niche area that, that we're talking about, right? Because the only other good Hawaiian shirt, Nate said it, Tommy Bahama, those are fucking expensive, bro. They're 60 to $80 or even $100 if you really want to go crazy. Yeah. And then yeah. the only other option, if you're a bigger dude or just in general, is to go to JCPenney and get the cheap, shitty, 100% cotton ones or the big and tall section ones, which are like atrocious bad. Like they're just... They They're not even style. Like, like the arm is like the yeah. arm is like is like it's like it's insane. It's so yeah. Big. It looks like three shirts in one. Yeah, I think it's crazy. I think this is a we develop the R and D of it like that we sew like the best of the best together to get the size just perfect. We throw a Kickstarter up where you get three shirts with your thing, and we we make millions uh nay billions and that's the first time i've ever i've gone that in order <laughs> that's, that's the first time i ever said nay billions <laughs> yeah normally it's billions. nay millions <laughs> uh i have something that harley matt and chum might recognize from our earlier days in high school yes uh, danny you guys remember yeah. this? yes yes that's the greatest shirt I've ever seen. I in my think life. about that shirt a lot. <laughs> it's called the Nate, dude. And like, dude, we can think about. It. We could have like, like cool ass names for him. Like, like Nate said, Miami white pants, and that's just like the name. And then Nate, that's just the Nate. Or somebody's going to be writing this down. There's no way to. Dude, <laughs> seriously. Too bad it's not recorded. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too bad we don't have the audio. <laughs> Do we cut this? I'm dead serious. Do we cut this? And no. Just go right into the script, dude. If someone steals this, bro, like no one's stealing B and T Hawaiians or parties. It's fine. We're gonna be fine. All right, uh, let's get into uh, let's get into the script and get out of here. We're 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 burning the midnight oil. I like chum and teas. Chum and teas is pretty good too. Chum and teas is good. Chum, I'm glad. Chum and I'm, I'm proud of myself. Chum and teas. All right, Dude, that might be your tall. way out of corporate life. Dude, yeah, that, that is that is the first way out of your nine or nine and fiver, and to get into the twenty four hour game where you just go stressing chum, all day instead like of just the nine to five hour. Chum gets uh, Chum gets a twenty five percent cut, and the rest of the boys get split up the other way. All right, I'm in. Dude, um, let's take it to Shark Tank. Yeah. Or we go to Canada, go to the Dragons Lair. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love All right, uh, let's do it. Let's do this thing. What scene are we on, by the way? So we, we're doing five uh, scenes, right? That's it. We're 
Yeah, we're at uh, scene five, and it ends on uh, scene ten. All right. It ends on scene nine. All so. right. Okay. So, yeah. Um, everybody, let me know when everybody gets it open. I'll do a little recap of Worms. what's going on. <laughs> Worms. <laughs> I got it. All right, I'll do the recap while you guys are pulling it up. So we left off. We did episode, or, uh, scene one through four last week, and um, Dr. O'Neill is the disgraced uh, – Scientist Samantha Jackson is the FBI uh, zoologist. Jim Hansen is the land o- landowner. Uh, Harry Swanson is the sheriff in town, and um, I think that's all that we have. And uh, we left off with uh, Samantha Jackson and um, who else? Uh, Jim Hansen uh, and Doctor. No, it was They're in the yeah, apartment. Yeah. Not, yeah. Samantha Jackson and Jim Hansen go to Dr. O'Neill's apartment to recruit him to come back to Texas to take a look at this wormhole. Are we on season scene five? Yeah, we're yeah. starting picking up at scene five. So we left off with Jim Hansen saying, I can make that happen. Get packed in regards to getting a helicopter and going back to Texas. Gotcha. All right. Um, Harley, is Harley, Harley he's having some. Did I drop? Oh, I think everybody we? dropped. No, we're good. Oh, that was weird. I I can't hear a thing you are saying, and it was like replaying everything like ten times over and over again, and like stacking <laughs> on itself, and I couldn't navigate the script. It was bad. Are you back now? We can hear you good now. I, I mean, we could try it. Man, if only if only you had a computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Still wouldn't have internet. That's yeah, there. All right, let's do it. You can okay. Scene five. Exterior. Day. Dr. O'Neill and Samantha are back on the Larson property, setting up research equipment on the edge of the green grass surrounding the towering landfill. Francis and Harry approach in Harry's truck. Now are you sure this is all necessary? I know we got worms, but how bad could it really be? Oh, oh yeah, that's that's Trump. Okay, well these worms you have here, Gen X survivors, with their lifespan shortened and the growth period speed up, they can evolve at a pace much quicker than their predecessors. predecessors. <laughs> what, would, what would take a normal species thousands of years would take mere decades. How on earth does a worm get to be over a foot wide? It is the perfect conditions under that soil. These landfills are the most nutrient-dense material in the world. With no natural predators, these worms have been able to grow and evolve uninhibited as this one grew bigger and bigger. <laughs> we will know more once we get <laughs> once we are able to get our equipment set up. Jim and I are going to need your help. Well, you better hurry it up. One of those things killed my damn dog. <laughs> call, call to action. Uh, scene six. <laughs> Exterior, day. Jim Hansen is standing 30 yards into the grass, placing metal rods in the ground, connected by long wires leading back to the research van. He places his second-to-last rod, and Dr. O'Neill views a scroll of paper coming out of the instrument to his left. Jim, you got to get up out of here right now. We're picking up some unusual vibrations below. Jim stabs in the last metal rod and starts to sprint towards the FBI van. 
The bat, the ground all around him collapses, only a few inches, but enough to make him stumble. As he crashes into the side of the van, the ground settles behind him, leaving a path of sunken dirt. What the hell was that? That was a some bitch who ate Henry. I know it. <laughs> I had a feeling that would happen. Then why the hell did you send me out there with those rods? I got them all on the ground. What are they even hooked up to? They aren't hooked up to anything, son. I just need to see if that thing was ready to eat again, and it looks like it's hungry. <laughs> wow, that's a nice rod. The good thing is we're able to get a good 3D scan of where it was stopped by the dry soil surrounding the landfill. The ragtag crew settle around staring at Samantha's big computers. <laughs> <laughs> this is way worse than I thought. The worm is now almost three and a half feet wide and 40 feet long she seems to be pregnant and based off the genetic landfill worm research i did it's about 55 hours old meaning that we will have until 7 a.m until that worm has birthed its young and died why don't we blast this thing to hell right now i have a crate of dynamite and this eyesore ain't worth the checks from uncle sam to keep around no, no, we need to study it and learn from this. I haven't seen anything three and a half feet wide and 40 feet long since my ex-boyfriend. With all due respect, Miss Jackson, this thing has a taste for blood. We need to get rid of it before it gives birth to a thousand more little monsters just like it. He's right, but we better be damn careful when we're placing these charges. <laughs> Scene 7. Exterior, late afternoon. Francis Larson returns from his barn with a crate of dynamite and sets it on the table under the awning of the FBI van. Harry Swanson looks off in the distance. Looks like a storm might be rolling through. We ain't had a lick of rain in seven weeks, and good Lord chooses today of all days. Dynamite will work the same, wet or dry. I ain't worried about that, Francis. Now this isn't the dry, sandy soil. No. Isn't this dry, sandy soil the only thing keeping that worm from roaming freely and snatching it up just as it did Henry? You may be right, but you but we won't know until it happens. It might be too dense for it to displace. And Jim, shouldn't this place be crawling with FBI agents right now? I let my superior know what was happening. He didn't want to pull off any men from duty to murder a worm till we try our dynamite plan and report back picked up anything on this seismograph since Jim's encounter. We are getting some really strange electromagnetic readings though. Worms use the Earth's natural electromagnetic field to orient themselves underground. Somehow this worm is actually generating its own magnetic field. We should be able to isolate it with our electrograph and pinpoint it where <laughs> pinpoint it so we can blow this sucker to kingdom come. Samantha and Dr. O'Neill both reach for the keyboard on the electrograph, and their hands touch, their eyes lock. Uh, my, uh, my apologies. You can reprogram the electrograph. It's your machine. I'll help with the dynamite. <laughs> so speaking, of blowing sucker, thinking of, speaking of blowing suckers, thinking of blowing suckers, alright, that should do it. <laughs> Scene 8. Exterior. Day. Jim Francis and Harry finish prepping the dynamite. Samantha and Dr. O'Neill hover over a high-tech radar screen. 
Oh, I, I skipped the line on accident. Yeah. Do it again. If this here, starts here. moving again, we'll Speed be able to up. pinpoint exactly where it is. An hour ticks by slowly, with no movement on the radar. The clouds start to darken as the sun creeps lower in the sky. Where the hell is this hail slug? After expanding a large amount of energy worms usually rest, they don't have a normal sleep schedule like humans. It could be sleeping. Maybe we just need to give it a reason to get out of bed? How do you suggest we do that? <laughs> I'll take a stick of dynamite and a lighter, stand where I stood before, drop it, and run. When the ground starts moving, plain and simple. I survived last time. At the pace this thing's growing, it'll be bigger, faster, and stronger. Are you sure that's the only way? God damn it, it's the only chance we got. <laughs> Francis Larson <laughs> steps forward with a fistful of dynamite and a fiery determination in his eyes. I'll do it. That thing killed my damn dog. It's payback time. <laughs> Always back to the dog. Scene 9. Francis Larson stands with a lit flare in one hand and a stick of dynamite in the other, about to trudge into the beast's territory. A trickle of rain peppers his cowboy hat <laughs> as he walks slowly but confidently 40 <laughs> yards to the base of the incline and waits. I'm picking up something approaching from the southwest corner. Move in quickly. You're going to want to light that dynamite, dynamite now. Not yet. Light it, goddammit! Francis sees the pile of dirt barreling towards him in the side of the landfill. <laughs> Suck my dick, motherfucker. <laughs> he lights the dynamite, drops it at his boots, and runs. The giant worm quickly gains on the old man and bursts through the earth, and Francis stops and turns to face his certain death. Just as it lunges, the dynamite behind it explodes and obliterates its lower half. It shrieks in pain and slams to the ground with a thud like a falling oak tree. The gang celebrates and cheers as the rain grows heavier. Guys, I wouldn't celebrate just yet. I'm looking at the third scan and this isn't our Moby Dick. This is a male worm. There must have been two. How much more dynamite we got? Unless you can light it right now, I don't think it's going to matter. I'm picking up another signal on our electro electrograph radar. It's twice the size as before and heading our way. I don't think the ground is wet enough for her to reach us yet. The ground begins to shake again, rattling everything in sight. The female worm rises out of the ground like two brown school buses stacked on top of each other. We're going to need a hell of a lot more dynamite. I need to call this in now. <laughs> Jim reaches for his phone, and the worm starts to ripple with electric charge as it bellows a cry of pain and loss. In an instant, an explosion reverberates through the darkness, breaking every computer, light bulb, and electronic on the land. The beast retreats into the soil. Jim attempts to start his phone to no avail. What the hell was that? I think, I think we've been hit with an electromagnetic pulse. Must have evolved to generate enough electricity to manipulate manipulate <laughs> its electromagnetic sensors. <laughs> Looks like we're going dark. <laughs> you picked a lot scene. of big words for Matt's, <laughs> Matt's yeah. character. Yeah. Yum! This is why I can't host. 
Oh god, that was fucking <laughs> hilarious. I also I jumped ahead a little bit and read "suck my dick, motherfucker" and was like howling in the back. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I felt like I, and I, I realized that I was doing Robert Downey Jr. doing uh, Tropic yeah. Thunder. <laughs> How am I doing? <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm a land farmer, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, it's time for final thoughts. Oh. Uh, and one, a- act one ended with a cliffhanger. Um, it. I, I think we really rounded out as a cast this time. We really started to figure out where what uh, what our voices were. Uh, one take, Jake was in perfect form. Matt, flawless at, per usual. N- Nate, any other director's notes before we get into final thoughts? Um, Harley, you're dead. You need more soul. I need more soul. I need a little something. God damn it. I feel like Harley, even if you brought it, Nate would still tell you you need to bring more soul. <laughs> Every week he goes, Harley, I need more soul. It's turning into a robot. I'm going to... Voice. <laughs> uh, all right final thoughts around the table harley we'll start with you uh great cast happy to join despite the internet difficulties as always and uh write your friends a letter it's it's a nice thing to do beautiful <laughs> uh jake final thoughts yeah i mean just uh you know echo the sentiment of harley i, I think you know zach not being here it's a little tough, but I think, you know, the letter that he wrote us really, I think, helped mend those wounds that we're going to have for a while. So, uh, yeah, but besides that, great cast. Worms, fantastic, uh, as always, ending. I think I would like it if, if some other people would sprinkle in some impromptu comedy, a.k.a. improv. But uh, <laughs> I'll get over it. I mean, it's fine. It is what it is. So We but can't, yeah, we can't all, all be fucking Seth Rogen on the cast. You, we can't all improvise. We're here to play our part. Okay, I was really hoping. I was really hoping for another suck draw. You say that was suck <laughs> draw. You say uh, you were you were thinking about it too much and skipped skipped to ahead and, and uh, said I your line. Completely skipped the line because I was already yeah I was already line. Already uh, Nate, final thoughts. Uh, next week, Worms Act Two. Uh, we left on going dark because we got hit with a EMP. From a ultra evolved worm the size of I don't know three or four school buses lined up, um, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm just saying right now that uh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, Francis Larson has a bunch of magnets in a box, and um, that's might be how they track down this next uh, worm. You haven't even written it yet. <laughs> Matt, this is hobby <laughs> magnets. I got a lot. I got a lot of my play here. Uh, we're bringing you the dude shirts. They're going to be the b- best thing in the world. Talk to the. You wanted to talk to the Hawaiian shirt guy, Zach. Our heartfelt letter that we read of yours uh, was only slightly a roast, but most of it was uh, was heartfelt. We're going to miss you big time. And uh, all I got to say is, bye bye, little Sebastian. Your ten thousand candles in the wind. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, This has been the Tuesday Catch-Up, and you're all caught up. One, two, three.